This episode is for all you drivers out there that want to use vlogging as part of your marketing strategy. Hello again, it's Enzo here. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Race Driver Coach Show. And as I just said in the intro, this is going to be about vlogging and how you as a driver can use social media and all the other platforms, but specifically vlogging today, video blogging, um, to help yourself to help you get further in your career, to create a brand in motorsport, and just to peacock the hell out of yourself so you stand out from all the other thousands of drivers out there. First of all, I've got to bring a quick lesson. What was the lesson from this weekend? Well, I did. I met a new driver. Started with a new driver, F4, in Germany. My God, he's fast. <laughs> it's great. This driver is so quick, so young, and so much potential uh, that that excited me because it's always great to work with quick drivers. Um, what did I learn from that weekend? I learned, or should I say I was reminded, that everything can be on paper. You can be the fastest, one of the fastest drivers on the grid, in one of the best teams on the grid. But still, even though that's on paper and you say, okay, well, we should have a good weekend, things can still hit the fan. You can still get penalties. You can still make mistakes. You can still have unforeseen weather. <laughs> well, it was foreseen, actually. But you can have weather come along and other things happen that just make it a complete disaster. Which, in some ways, that's the way our weekend went. We had a great podium, but then the other part of the weekend wasn't great. But you know what? As you know, as I always say, everything that happens just contributes to you and your journey. And it, like I said to another driver who also had a similar experience in Paul Ricard, it contributes to you becoming the champion that you're going to become. You can't see it right now. It's painful as hell when things don't go to plan and you had the potential to really kick everyone's ass. But then something got in your way and something out of your control didn't allow that to happen. But believe me, it will serve you. And that's talking to my new driver and the driver in Paul Ricard and all the other drivers whose seasons didn't get off to the great start or whose weekends didn't get off to a great start or even at all. It all happens for a reason. I want you to remember that. Everything that you go through now that seems painful will serve you in the future. It will serve you when it's an even more important race, an even more important championship. So don't ask me how I got onto this. But that was the lesson from this weekend that I was reminded of and everyone else was. So if it's, it's Monday morning now that I'm recording this after the weekend, but if it's your Monday morning, if it's after a weekend that didn't go to plan, get over it. <laughs> First of all, get over it and then start to see it for what it is, the lessons it's give you and move on. You've got potential to win out there, guys. Allow yourself to win. Don't, don't hold on to it like it's baggage holding you back again. All right? Anyway, let's bring ourselves down to the topic of what we're speaking about today. And it was all inspired by Jake and his question. Here it is. Enzo, I liked your social media video in season one. To get specific, can vlogging really help me as a driver or is it not really suitable for motorsport? As ever, I can always depend on the subscribers for this channel, the subscribers for the podcast, the people that email and comment to come up with questions that just think, make me think and go, what a brilliant question, because it is. You're seeing everywhere now, people seem to be holding a camera to their face. And it isn't selfies anymore. We've gone one step further. 
We've got people holding their own shows, creating their own content for YouTube and every other platform, Facebook video and you name it everywhere and Instagram. We've got people shooting themselves with a camera um, and, and, and just sharing their story and making us laugh. And over time, you can see that they're getting so many followers that all of a sudden they've become valuable to the commercial world. They're getting paid just to have some kind of health drink in the background and they're getting paid 10 grand just for that shot if they've got tens and hundreds of thousands of, of viewers or followers. Interesting times, people. You know what? The celebrity's changing. The celebrity's no longer on TV. It's on this little thing. It's on this device. It's on the computer. And people are creating their own stardom. It could be someone giving hair tips. It could be someone giving dental tips. It could be a, a, a real estate person going around showing you their houses and showing you how to, and there's loads of how-tos, right? How, how to do everything is on there. And that creates a celebrityism world for people. This is really interesting now for drivers because we're not seeing it in our sport yet. But I want to say to you, Jake and all the other people out there, I can say it to everybody because I know only one person out of every hundred is probably going to act on this. But if you create your own fame, it's going to take a long time, by the way, but if you create your own fame on YouTube, you just film everything you go through as a driver. And this doesn't matter whether you're struggling. This doesn't matter whether you're a world champion or if you're just coming up, you just do it. It doesn't matter what championship. This is really fascinating stuff for anybody who's outside of motorsport to see what it's like to be a driver. We take it for granted. We just think, yeah, I'll just, I don't do much with my life. I just go to the gym, uh, go to the team, do some simulator work, and then I go to the track, and that's it. I don't, but that might not seem to you, but that is mind blowing to a lot of people out there that have got the nine to five job or are just flicking around and bored and they see you and they see, wow, that's a great life. But I don't want you to go down the route of what other drivers are seeming to do because when we look at the social media now, what drivers do in general, and you've heard me say this so many times, is this is my new watch that I'm an ambassador for. This is the car I drive, even though it's not their car. This is the yacht I'm on. This is how great my life is. And everything's filtered and looking perfect. And they just say things like, I'm blessed and all this, when really it was just, you know, their parents or someone sponsored them. They're not, they are blessed, but they're not, they didn't really have to work work for it. You know, there's harder things they could have done in life. They just drive cars around until they get quick at it. And hey, presto, they win a few races. <laughs> that's really what drivers do well, that's how they look but there's no one being authentic out there there's no drivers showing the struggle that you go through as a competitor it's so difficult every time you go to a race weekend it's a fight right because okay the speed you've got to have the speed as a driver but then you've got to have the team the right team that can set the car up that's more than really two things but set the car up so you can compete that season or that race weekend. Then you've got to have things fall your way. You can't have any traffic on a qualifying lap. And you, you've got to execute when the tire's at its peak. You've, and then in the race, things happen to you there. There's so many things that need to all click into place for you to have a really good weekend. And it's very difficult to make that happen, isn't it? Because some of it's in your control and some of it's not. And it's this kind of 
all your effort forced into three days over a weekend that makes it a fascinating soap opera for people to watch. And if you've got somebody there filming this, or you're filming it yourself, but it's all there being shown to people, it's really good. It's really good content. I can't see anybody doing this, by the way. So yes, Jake, I think if you just, just practice, right? Because this is really difficult if you're not used to it. You get a camera, and that, again, will be the phone to start with. You can use the microphone and the, and the actual video camera that's on your phone. Most phones are good enough. And you just start just snapping and just recording a few little clips, put them together at the end of the weekend, and you can make quite a little funny story. In fact, if you do it just for Instagram to start with, right, to make this easy, you're only allowed one minute at the, at the moment for Instagram. You try and make, compile all of your race weekend, all the clips that you've taken, and maybe you've taken from somewhere else or photos that someone else has put up, and put a bit of music in the background or something. It can take about an hour to do this. Clip them all together in a one-minute video and put it up on your Instagram. That's it. You've done it. You've started the vlogging process. It's so easy now. For you to get a name for yourself and to get some popularity in the sport and get following from outside of the sport, it's going to cost you next to nothing. Nothing extra anyway if you've got a smartphone already and you're racing already. What's that going to cost you? Maybe you need some kind of video editing, but actually most phones have got that anyway. I would start doing this, Jake. Honestly, start to really follow yourself with the camera and say, this is what it's like behind the scenes. And when you're waking up at six in the morning to go to the gym and you feel knackered and you look terrible, film yourself again and say, right, I'm going to the gym. It's day number four. We're doing this training today. And the reason I'm doing this training is to work this particular muscle. Because in the race car, if you're in a single seater, the forearm, I need to have muscle endurance in the forearm. And to do that, I'm doing this exercise. Now, all of a sudden, you're a how-to. <laughs> all of a sudden, that's interesting information for people. Like, wow, I never thought a race driver actually worked hard in the car. Again, you're starting the vlogging sort of lifestyle, and you get a few followers and a bit more and a bit more, a few collabs. Before you know it, you've got thousands of subscribers all interested. Can you imagine where that's going to lead to? This is working for so many people. I just said it. We've seen vlog I mean, the music industry. Was it Lily Allen? I think she was one of the first ones. She just put herself on YouTube and then somebody noticed her. Boom, she's out there in the charts. It doesn't always happen that easy. But if you can do this in motorsport, Jake, and people out there that are actually going to action, action this, I think you'll be rewarded. I know you will. Because for people to see behind the scenes of a race driver's life is really interesting. And you're going to click on it especially, especially if you've got a good personality and if you're good in front of the camera. And if you're not, do it anyway, because you get good anyway. You know, you see people's first videos when they bring them out and they're terrible. Mine aren't very good. They're terrible, even now, they're terrible. And as they get, do more episodes and series and things like this, they get better and better. They get used to it. They get more natural in front of the camera and they kind of become okay. Just do it. I mean, vlogging is something that is, it's already exploded, but as I say, in our sport, people are not using it the right way. They might do the cheesy, this is me, I'm getting ready for the race, and really boring stuff. But you start to make content that's more interesting. You start to even look and say, oh, look at all the cars, that are in, the type of cars that are in the car park of this race weekend. And you've got all these Ferraris and Lamborghinis and things and McLarens in the car park. Say, oh, this is beautiful. And it's just a short clip. 
you never know. Straight away, someone who's a car nut who has money sees this and like, I want to be part of that club. I want to sponsor that driver. Sounds far-fetched, doesn't it? It really does. But this kind of stuff happens. And it only happens if you put yourself out there. So I would say, yes, Jake, do use vlogging. And I'll say it to everybody, even if you're not even in the car. I don't know what stage you're at, Jake. But if you're a kind of driver, right, that hasn't got the money to race, and you're showing, your story is, I've never raced, I don't know how to race, I'm starting from square one, I've got no money, and this is my journey. That can just be the intro video, just what I just said then, that sentence. And then you're going towards a big building where you've got a sponsorship meeting and you film yourself saying, right, I'm just about to go in, just about to go into the, into the meeting. I'm scared, but I'm all right, I'm going to do it. I'll talk to you when I come out. And then you come out and then you say how it went and say what you learned about business and how you screwed up, you messed up because you got all flustered, you didn't know you. Again, that's really good. That's good stuff. And this kind of honesty about you saying, I'm trying to be a race driver and this is how hard it is. I'm now on a business course. I'm now learning this. I'm just about to do a cold call. Watch me do it. I'm rubbish. <laughs> and, and you're going through all the process of the struggle it takes to get to the top or even get on the grid in the first place. Again, that's really interesting stuff. There's loads of drivers actually out there, want-to-be drivers, that will be fascinated by this. And they'll follow you. And, and you get other people support you. Say, so you know what? I can see how hard you're working. Here's $100. <laughs> and it goes towards a crowdfunding. But this is the kind of thing you're in control of now. Now, if you say to me, I've tried everything, Enzo, marketing-wise. I can't seem to stand out in the sport or get any kind of presence. I can't peacock at all. And you haven't tried vlogging. You haven't tried all the social media in the right way. And I don't mean social media just to show off and say, look at me. That's a timesheet. I'm P5 for the first time ever. But then you don't show it when you're P17. You only show when you're doing good. That's... It's fake. I don't like that. No one likes that. It's like, yeah, yeah, show enough. But if you show the realness, like, yeah, I'm 17th and I'm gutted and I don't know what to do. I'll check in and you're filming yourself. I'll check in later and let you know how it's going. And then you come back later and say, right, me and the engineer are going to do this. We're sorted. We're, uh, we've got a plan and uh, let's go for the race. And then you show after the race and what happened if you are racing. Again, interesting stuff. Just follow yourself with the camera all the time. And if it's a podcast, then do it that way. If it's a blog that you're actually writing, fascinating again. But really, video and podcasting are, say, the most powerful. I really want you to throw yourself into this. There's plenty of celebs doing it now. I think you saw Will Smith has just recently gone to Instagram. Immediately, millions of followers, as you can imagine, because of who he is. But if you just go and watch some of his videos and see what he's doing, he's doing it so well. He's making you laugh. He's now bringing out his character again. Because I think everybody can see that on the film, filming side in Hollywood, it's not going well for Will Smith. He needs some kind of resurgence. So he's taken a step back because he's clever. He's taken a step back and he's seen what's happening in the industry. He's seen that the kind of taste that people have got is not what he can offer anymore. But what he can offer and what he's very good at is seeing what the society is doing on a whole. And he knows that a whole of society is on here. They're not going to the cinema. It's on there. So he makes himself, he does these little videos, less than one minute clips again, like I'm saying you can start off with. He's doing them and he's exploding. He's got a massive 
Will Smith has got a massive head start on you, obviously, because he's Will Smith. He's done all his groundwork. But basically, you're bringing the TV camera to you. It's your own show. It's your own channel on YouTube that shows your journey, that shows you fighting all the way to the top of what you want to succeed. You're being honest, truthful about your goals and where you are right now. You know what? I want to be in this championship, whatever it is, but I'm just not good enough. So today, to get myself good enough, I'm going to X race school. I'm going to this gym. I'm going to interview this F1 driver. <laughs> it can go anywhere, right? You're showing them how you're training, like I said before. This is quality. If you do this persistently, weekly at the very least, but I'd say posting on the Instagram more than once a week. If you consistently do this, it'll take a long time. It could take one, two years uh, before you actually do this uh, and it starts to get traction, should I say, but it's worth it because once you do get traction, you'll be the only driver doing it. I know what you're thinking. I know what's going to stop you is what is everybody, what's everybody else going to think? They're going to take the piss out of me. They're going to think I'm stupid. And yeah, they will. They will take the piss out of you. But so what? You've got a mission. You've got a mission. And to create value in this sport, you not only have to be fast and you have the money, but you need to be marketable and known by people. What better way than putting yourself out there? I want you to research this. I want you to look at all the different sportsmen, like the diver, Tom Daly, is it? Yeah, he's got a good one. That's big following. There's another swimmer called... Calvin Justice is another one that does it. Just take a look at them. Look what they're doing. Look at the quality of what they're doing. Don't worry about the quality of yours, but just look how they're doing it, how honest they are. And it makes them so endearing. It makes you want to be a part of it. Like, wow, I'm going to subscribe to them. I'm going to follow them. I want to support them. And you can see all the Casey Neistat. Now look at him. What he's done. He just goes around. He's big now, obviously. But to start with, he was just on his skateboard through New York, doing some wacky videos, and he's on fire right now, and he has been for many years now. These are the giants, obviously, but you can start with your two followers and just entertain the hell out of them two followers. And believe me, if you concentrate on that, that will become three, four, 10, 20, 50, 100,000 followers if you persist. If you have good content, if you make sure you're creating some kind of value to the person who's watching, but don't think about it too much. You know what? That's the end game. For you right now, just start videoing yourself through the day, what you're doing as a driver. This is what a driver does. This is how hard it is. I've had some good news today. I've had some bad news today. Just share it. It's like a video diary. And then every so often, once a week or so, you put it up onto YouTube or you do the small clips, clip it all down and put it into a one minute thing on Instagram and just keep posting. Just keep posting. People will start to find it interesting before you know it. You'll start to get comments and even start to create business deals. Again, that's the end game. But yes, as a driver, vlogging is seriously valuable. I suggest you do it.